everybody, welcome to Screenplayed, the fake movie podcast where we have ideas. And that's it. I'm Chris Rocky. I'm Brian Lee. And I'm Zach Wooldridge. Alright guys, I just got out of a meeting with the studio execs, and you know how they are. Oh, they're the worst. Greaseback they, they, they hair. Uh, Greaseback hair, sunglasses on, indoors, and they came in, snapping their fingers, doing the finger guns, and they say... Again? Again. They, they do that. That's their it's thing. It's always a finger They said, boys, we need something that Gen Z, like the later millennials, they're going to love. And uh, what do they love? Area 51. Uh, Area, Area 51. 51. Oh, that'd be a good one. And then uh, they said, I listed a couple other things that millennials love, you know, avocados, um, Chipotle. Suicide. Suicide. Not getting shot in their schools. Surviving school days um, is definitely one of them. These are all things I said. I'm I'm surprised you all weren't in there with me because it's like we're repeating the same things. <laughs> but I uh, definitely don't have you bugged. <laughs> uh, the studio execs they want a music festival movie. We really don't have one of those in the world. You know, like Coachella. That's pretty much it. Bonnaroo, Fire Electric Festival, Forest, Electric Forest, Fire Festival, that that Governor's big one Ball, that happened. Uh, Governor's Ball, Jonestown, Bunbury, Forecastle, <laughs> but Jonestown? Yeah, Hold Jonestown. on. That would be a hype festival. If somebody was like every year on the anniversary of the Jonestown massacre, we're going to throw a giant ass music festival at Jonestown. What would you What would you play at the Jonestown Music Festival? I don't know, like death metal. You could play you could play whatever you want. Like I mean, the music they play at Bonnaroo doesn't really fit like middle of nowhere Tennessee. You you would have bands like Kool-Aid in the gang, which <laughs> it was actually it was actually Flavorade. Mm. I do want to point that out. So Flava Flav oh, would be there. Oh, okay. Death uh, Cab for mm-hmm. Cutie. Um whoever did that song Pumped Up Kicks. Uh Foster the People. Foster the People. Thank you. Actually Foster so, the People does work. Okay. Yeah, that would, that would actually work really well. Maybe this is because I'm ignorant, but I did not realize Jonestown was in Guyana. Yeah. It's because you're ignorant. Well, wh- where did you think it was? I just thought it, I don't know, like Oklahoma or Texas or somewhere like hmm. in the middle of nowhere America. I didn't realize it was, I didn't know it was out of the country. Oh, yeah. No, they left. Yeah, I, so, full disclosure, mm-hmm. I thought it was Africa for a while. Um, and, and I think that probably is because when I read it when I was like nine, I was like, Guyana's definitely in Africa. I've never heard of that country. You know, I guess nine year olds do play Game Boy and think about look up the Jonestown massacre. Yeah, I guess this is a testament to my lack of knowledge of serial killers or cults or whatever. But, uh, anyways, um, yeah, so no, no, uh, so, so real, we're not, we're n- so no jo- Jonestown festival, um, because I just, no Jonestown festival. Well, so here's the thing, uh, Coachella, Bonnaroo, they, they're actually copyrighted, so we can't use those names. So we've got to come up with our own festival. Jonestown. Uh, this is what the, the Jonestown <laughs> festival. God damn it. Um, <laughs> perfect. But it, not in Guyana. It, it could be in, uh, Oklahoma. What's well, gotta be a made up word. It's, Oklahoma's good. Um, it's gotta be a made up word. That is completely unrelated to the place it's being held because I have no idea what forecastle means. Bonnaroo definitely doesn't describe anything in Tennessee. Coachella okay. is like Coachella a Coachella is a valley. 
we're playing. It's tickets. like the name of a valley in California. Right. Well, now I'm confused as to where the so other. So what ones do we are. what do we name our uh, Oklahoma music festival? Uh, Bonnaroo. <laughs> nice. Uh, I don't give it some Native American sounding word since it's in <laughs> Oklahoma. Let's make it a uh, uh, Hopi Running Creek Flightless Bird Sacred uh, Bowl A Peace Pipe uh, Squash Squash. Damn man, I got fucked I up at squash. I don't want to call it squash festival three because it sounds like the game squash, and like people go there to play it. Well, that's how it started. It started as like a, a, a convention for squash players, and then they were like, "Hey, let's get a band to perform." One of them one brought year. a guitar, and then it like just kind of evolved yeah. from there. Yeah. You know, there's okay. a thriving industry turning squash and other gourds into musical instruments, so I can see that tying oh. in. Okay, all right, so Squash Fest in Oklahoma. Squash, Squash Fest, Fest in Oklahoma. Yeah. Squash Fest, uh, and, unless y'all think of a better name. No, I think that's perfect. Uh, no, that's I mean, Squash Fest. And because they could be like, man, it, like the, the promos can be like, get squashed or like. Yeah, and they still like have squash courts at the festival. That's still a thing uh-huh. they do there. Yeah. That, that just makes sense. I mean, of I don't course. know what people do at those those festivals you stay overnight at, so I would assume they play squash, because how else are they, you know, entertaining themselves during Well, the you night? know, if there's, like, a lull in the lineup, and you're like, well, you know, I don't really want to see the country act or the hip-hop act, you just play some squash. So you don't want to see Little Nas X, is, is what you're telling me? Uh, I would, but, you know, some people don't. Some people are all about that squash life. I mean, that's right. the thing about this festival is it appeals to festival goers. And then there's still like a very dedicated contingent of squash players who show up just for the squash every year. Like they're kind of annoyed gotta, at how much music focused mm-hmm. it's gotten. And they're also very, uh, there's a lot of Native American people there who go. Well, because it's on a reservation. Yeah, it's on a it, reservation. Yes. For it, sure. it definitely yeah, all the profits. Benefits. Yeah, benefits the reservation. Yeah, and they yeah. get free tickets. For uh-huh. sure, so they provide. So we can tie that in later in the movie. Yeah. Remember that. I do have a question, almost completely unrelated to this, except I mentioned him earlier. So you know how the iPhone 10 was was spelled the iPhone X, and it's pronounced 10. Uh huh. Yeah. Is Little Nas X actually Little Nas 10? No. I mean, I can't. Just I can't rule out that that isn't the case. Um, for all we know. There could have been a Lil Nas one through nine. Lil Nas one was Nas's kid. Yeah, like the original exactly. Nas's kid. And then I have no idea what two through probably his other kids. Yeah, truthfully. they're all like clones. We're uncovering a deep conspiracy theory right here. Um, it's best yeah. that we change subject before uh, we get to the deep. deep state. Yeah, the deep state comes. All right. So changing the subject back to the movie. <laughs> so I'm thinking we have a a band or or. A, singer in the band and he is like just going through the motions like he's like ah oh, another festival it's yeah. hot he's sick of it i don't i don't like squash yeah he's sick of it you know he, he doesn't have to be like a rock star but he's you know okay in the business in in a well-known band uh okay. which is we can't actually use yeah, any fake, bands fake we don't band. have the copyright bands uh can we bands, get uh so. jeremy renner since he's now launching a horrible <laughs> sounding music career uh, well, now he's not going to um, be in the movie. You, you can't. I think, I'm on sorry. I podcast. think we can do Jeremy Renner, like, because he would be that like guy who's been in the business, you know, 15 years now. He's probably put out like 
five six albums and and his fans want to hear the or the old stuff and he he doesn't want to play that old stuff he's sick of it he wants to play his new hip-hop country fusion song that he did with Lil dmx 11 and so uh we, we need a we need a band name for jeremy renner thunderous dreamer yeah I could do, it's something okay. with thunder for sure. Yeah, thunderous dreamer. Let's do thunder, it. Thunderous like, dreamer. Let's do it. Thunder dreams. That that thunder, rolls off thunder the tongue dreams. better. Th- thunder yeah. dreams rolls yeah, off the tongue better. Thunder dreams is better for sure. Question about the format: Is this a mockumentary? Is this like oh, that's a, a multi camera thing? Like, how do we do this? I think it could be a mockumentary. I, I like the so. idea of a mockumentary. I was thinking like. Yeah, Either mo- that or like very serious movie. Um, so this is really two polar opposites. <laughs> I like mockumentary. Um, and it okay. doesn't have to necessarily be. It could be like a Spinal Tap or it could be something like a Blades of Glory where it's like shot oh, like yeah, a comedy. That's a good, but then that's they, a good like uh, Blades of Glory would be a good uh, be a good mm-hmm. reference. OK, that's what I was thinking, because like then they can intersperse, intersp- uh, you know, add intersperse, in little bits about. Yeah. Thank you. Intersperse. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh bits of like his history fake history from you know like they they have a narrator talking about the his career and like the career the history of the festival and stuff um and there's you know goofs and gags we can show like jeremy renner wearing like glam makeup uh, which would just be funny to me yeah pretty much but self-serving is part of the game oh that'd be great he would rock that for With sure great eyeshadow like purple glittery mm-hmm. eyeshadow and long hair real teased out so what if we did so we've got jeremy renner's perspective what if we did like uh a girl at the festival like her perspective too and we kind of like go back and forth between them because it's a very different world being on stage versus like roaming around squash fest and she could be like decked out with the glitter and the whatever the hell she's wearing all right and we're wanting this to be kind of like a younger kid, right? Cause that, or like some, maybe somebody in their 20s because that's who goes to festivals, right? So, yeah, mostly younger kids, I think. Yeah. So, younger girl, probably 20s for sure, at least. But it's movie early 20s, so 29. Brie Larson. Haley Steinfeld? I was thinking uh, Cassie David, Larry David's daughter. She was on Current Mood with John Mayer. It's the only reason I know who she is. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I feel like we could tell... We can always tell, like, Brian's been watching Current Mood with John Mayer whenever he suggests, like, <laughs> Khaled or... Was Khaled on Current or, Mood? Uh, he, he was on one episode. Oh, shit. Um, Look, we don't need to do another did, bit where we, we just roast Brian for shamelessly copying John <laughs> Mayer's interests. Yeah, I mean... Cassie David can work. Um, Cassie David could work. I was going to say maybe Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, Is she too young, though? Because she wouldn't be able to get into a festival. She could get in. I mean, but if she wasn't She famous. wouldn't be able to, like, buy beer. Oh, she's year, just 15. Ah, but this movie's coming out in, like, I don't know, six years. So so you're doing the Drake thing and playing the long con. <laughs> oh, I don't have any comment for that. Um, <laughs> anyways. Do you want to cut that out I, so Drake will be in our other movies? No. No, I don't. <laughs> He's going to uh, put a hit on me. He's got mob ties in here. Yeah, let's uh, sure. Cassie Brown or Cassie David. Cassie David. Cassie David. Cassie Brown. They did the fusion dance. Cassie Bobby Brown. Sounds like a '70s Millie Cassie Brown. No, Cassie Brown. All right, Cassie David is in the movie. So we're doing like a sort of mockumentary style, but 
kind of like Blades of Glory, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm guessing is uh, Jeremy Renner and uh, Cassie David's paths going to cross at any point? Uh, yeah. Uh, towards the end, okay. maybe. All right. So like, who are these characters and where do they end up? We, so we know where we're going with things. So he probably should find a new creative outlook by the end of it. Like, Okay. I feel like he should be able to express. Maybe he has a different project he's been wanting to work on, and he felt like he couldn't because the record executives didn't want what was expected of him. He's a little less so, maybe jaded and world weary sure. by the end. A little more. Yeah, uh, he's like re- rejuvenated, energized. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So Cassie's is harder because she's presumably playing someone young at a music festival, and I can't think of someone with less climatic, dramatic turmoil in their life mm. than a tw- mid, like a mid 20 something at a music festival like that's devoid of conflict as far as i know i don't know maybe she's like maybe i'm too old for this shit by the end of it because okay. 25 is way too old to be at a festival yeah um yeah i don't, I don't know, know anyone right. over the age of 25 <laughs> who's been to a music festival i don't know Yikes. by the end of it i was starting to feel the same way <laughs> why would you do this to yourself but I don't want to. I don't want to send the message that like you're too old to enjoy certain mm. things. You know, like that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, there are people who are like in their fifties who have been going to the same festival for like thirty years. Very true. Yeah, I mean, some people have been going to Jonestown for years. <laughs> some say they never left Jonestown. Mm. That's that's a big yike on that. I think I think most would say that. <laughs> most. This is the consensus. The scientific consensus. People who go there, it's like Hotel California. So as we know, there's only seven kinds of stories. Uh, Cassie David pretends to kill herself, and then Jeremy Renner finds her, and then does kill himself, and then she wakes up because she was actually just pretending to be dead, and then she kills herself. So we're doing like an aged up modern day Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> How novel. How unique. Completely joking. (laughs) Get Baz Luhrmann on the line now. He could actually do a festival movie. He really, actually, yeah, let's tap Baz Luhrmann to direct this. I think he'd be great for this. Because, I mean, throw away Baz Luhrmann director for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the execs on that. Well, I mean, they got that studio money to throw around. Okay, what if her thing is like she just goes and gets into like shenanigans? Like, Jeremy Renner's side of the story is the more, like, focused narrative, and her side of the story is just, like, festival shenanigans. So I'm thinking opening shot, like, we see Jeremy Renner on the tour bus. Uh, He's got to have some name, like, Duke Blindside. (laughs) Is is this from a porn name generator or something? Uh, No, I just just thought of it. (laughs) And, And so Duke, he's on the tour bus, and... And they're driving to Oklahoma, and he's just kind of looking out the window, and there's not a lot going on. It's mostly planes, d- dust bullshit. I, I had a dust bullshit this morning. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another festival. Got, I just did, like, three of them. He's, like, arguing with his, his manager, like, now I gotta go to fucking Osage County. <laughs> they wrote a play about how shitty this county is. So Thunder Dreams, they're rolling in on the tour bus. And uh, just not excited. Rolling in is also like their hit song. Yes. Yeah, it actually works. That's all right. Rolling, rolling in. in. So he's rolling into Osage mm. County. Rolling in. Yeah. And so he gets there, and there's there's drama with like the stage setup and the text, and uh, and w- what happens then, Brian? Ooh. Okay. So so he arrives. He's already 
fed up. I think since we're going comedy, we need to have some some more hijinks right now. Like uh, maybe they left his main guitar at the last festival or something, and so okay. like, you're not gonna it have won't it be in in time for the show. Yeah, yeah, It'll be stuff in like that. For his next show, but not for the squash fest show. Yeah. Well, see, my thought was they were gonna like bring him a really excellent guitar, like make a point that it's actually incredible. Maybe they borrowed it from another person who's playing earlier in the show, mm-hmm. and he looks at it and he's like, "Oh, that's real nice," and he like tosses it, <laughs> throws it somewhere, and <laughs> the dude who they borrowed it from is like upset. He runs after it. It's like a 1959. Burst Les Paul Oof. and yeah. like Bernie Marsden yeah, you can't break those. runs like away felony. crying. So so stuff like that. And then like maybe he doesn't have the top billing that he's expecting because some pop star is playing ahead of him or something. Yeah, and, and when you're at the festival, you want to be like the late show. You know, oh yeah, heat. yeah for sure. Uh, you want to yeah. be the oh, headliner. I like this idea of he's got like a kind of rivalry for this show with a uh, young up and coming like pop or hip hop artists or something who's, who's just snagged mm-hmm. the top billing. They can be called a uh, globe trotta <laughs> globe trotta. Yeah. And it's spelled, it's spelled in an unconventional way. Of course. Can it be real? Like meme Lord nonsense music? Yeah. It's, like... it's the globe emoji and then trotta, but it's T R A D A. So this is I like, think Brian's on to something. Like, Jeremy Renner hears the music, and he's like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, the the stuff that millennials are real hot on right now that really confuses all of the non-internet dwellers who are, like, Globe over Globetrotta is played by Jaden Smith, by the way. Okay. They're like, how in the world are there eight versions of Old Town Road? And who is this Billie Eilish I keep hearing about? And Billie Eilish? Globetrotta. Yeah, Billie Eilish. This bunny eyelash. We, we can't lady. use... We're not going to use, use artist names without permission. So sure. Well, what if um, they agree to be in the movie? That actually would work. The, the studio cameo, execs yeah. made this very clear. Mm-hmm. I would, I would love it if Billie Eilish was in this movie because that would be hilarious and maybe something she'd do. I don't know. Justin Bieber might. And then I think there should be something where Thunder Dreams maybe they don't have a concert for like a week or so after this, so they're in really no hurry to get out, and so they're like, well. Let's just stay for the whole festival, you know, okay. check out the other acts. So that way, Thunder Dreams and Jeremy Renner are, are there for yeah. like, the whole thing. What if by the end of it, you know, Jeremy Renner has uh, got his creative energy rejuvenated, whatever. And uh, he actually ends up like becoming friends with some of like the younger artists and they bring him out on stage for a a performance like one of the other big headliners that's like a new young artist mm-hmm. brings him out on stage at the end and he's like yeah i still got it you know like yeah pocket that pocket that okay that's good so it, his story right now is kind of trying to find a guitar for his performance and then also like getting over being old about and out of like getting over being a curmudgeon and realizing Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of cool new uh stuff going on in the industry in the scene and uh he needs to give it a chance and maybe rediscovering the love for for art that brought him to this line of work in the first place and yeah maybe he like realizes like i don't have to be 
the big rock star every time. Like maybe he realizes he can step into like a mentor role or something like that. Like he can still make his own music, but like he can also like help a lot of younger artists and stuff. So, so we've got that. I think we need to come up with the arc. Actually, I mean, maybe we, we just launched into plot points because we've already started with them. In So they're in Osage now. We've got hijinks as far as the guitar stuff and everything. Um, so, do okay, do we want to run it day by day through the festival? Do we want to yeah. do that real quick? Let's okay. see. This festival starts on Friday. So let's say they roll into town on, like, Thursday night. Yeah. Thursday afternoon. Rolling in. Yeah. All right. So they get there. Mm-hmm. We've got the thing with the guitar starts playing out then. We can say they find that replacement pretty quickly, and then he like just tosses it. He's like, ah, this is garbage. So I don't know how realistic you guys want to be, but I think it'd be hilarious if Jeremy Renner ends up like lost in the plains of Oklahoma and stumbles across a crossroads and may or may not sign his soul away to the devil for a sick guitar. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm definitely mm-hmm. into Like, we don't say Robert it's Johnson the devil, shtick. but like... He somehow ends up abandoned in the middle of the plains, comes across a crossroads, and there's just some, like, creepy old blind man. Hey, my name is Devonville. You can call me Dev. Devville. <laughs> so, yeah. De- <laughs> Devonville is there. It, I think before Jeremy Renner goes there, like, he's trying to, he's tried some drugs to kind of spark the creative juices. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's how he ends up so there. So, he's like, he, had, he, mm-hmm. he drinks some peyote. Drug binge. Uh, yeah. And ends up just out in Indian territory. I don't know. Like, I mean, he's out on the reservation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's pretty, usually pretty. Oh, can we have like a really trippy, like a uh, visual sequence where it's just him hallucinating stuff, especially Ooh. like a lot of like Native American iconography uh, type stuff. I, uh-huh. I definitely think so. I have we another can. idea to add to this. Okay. Can we have Kazzy introduced? Like in a similar like scene, you know, earlier in the movie maybe, and then they both trip at diff- at the same time, but at different places. Like she's at the festival and has yeah. it, it switches between her trip and his trip. He's out in the plains, yeah. yeah, and she's like on acid or mushrooms or whatever at the the festival, and they like it's that's how we connect the two of them. Yeah, like they were separate, and now we're showing them at the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's got some weird name like Jewel or something like that. Not the artist Jewel. I don't want to confuse anybody. So, like, Sapphire? Sapphire? That's a good one. Her name's Emma, but she's like, call me Sapphire. Maybe her whole thing is like, mostly it's festival shenanigans, but her whole thing is like, uh, like, I can still go enjoy these things, but I also need to grow up a bit. Maybe, like, they're carpooling down to Osage County, her and her festival crew, and she's like, we all need festival names, and they're maybe they're like not as receptive to it, or it doesn't have to be that. They can just like not be receptive to a lot of her stuff. And then by the end, like she's like, I want to do this again next year, but like I, I, I can't go around calling myself Sapphire for four days or something. You know what I'm I saying? I think it'd be funny if like all her friends had a weird name too, like and they got progressively weirder. Like I think every person they encounter at the festival should have a, an increasingly weirder <laughs> name. So we've got Sapphire, Ruby, Topaz, Masonite. All my favorite Pokemon versions. Uh, I actually think it'd be funny. Or like some weird corduroy, This is number. Concrete. Don't ask him how he got that name. Concrete. This is Shale. This is Stump. Stump. <laughs> Stump. <laughs> okay, cool. So we've kind of got Thursday, Jeremy Renner and his band rolling in town. Guitar stuff happened. Friday morning. When's his show? Is his show on Friday night or Saturday night? Do you want, do you want him to be like early Sunday or like 
early Saturday or any. Have him be like Sunday. early, like late, mid to late afternoon Saturday. Yeah, like early, early slot Saturday. He goes on right before. I don't know. Jaden Smith's Globe Trotter. Globe Trotter. Globe Trotter. Yeah, right before Globe Trotter. So we'll have Jaden Smith's character be kind of like antagonistic, but we need like another young big artist that is the one that like he finds himself like actually being endeared to and gets brought on stage by them that should be the real meme like the the like really confusing it could just be like another band like thunder dream yeah okay uh, but like younger you know so younger dream <laughs> that's part younger, yes that's part uh, of why they want they love the thunder dream so much they look up to him and he hates them because they're the same thing, younger but dream. younger. Yeah, younger dream. It's happening. Like, the whole weekend, he, he keeps hearing the Thunder Dream album and he's like, Ugh, I hate it, but it's good. You mean the Younger Dream album? <laughs> same thing. Yeah, the Younger Dream album. Okay. What did I say? I thought you said Thunder Dream. So we've got like a Greta Van Fleet, Led Zeppelin situation going on here. But Ooh, if Led okay. Zeppelin was actually still active. Can Greta Van Fleet play Younger Dream? Because that would be awesome. Sure. All right. So I'm trying to break this down day by day. So Thursday night, afternoon, whatever, uh, Thunder Dream and Jeremy Renner roll in. He realizes he doesn't have his guitar. Uh, Somebody brings him this really nice guitar, and he's like, nah, this isn't going to work. Meanwhile, Cassie David, uh, a.k.a. Sapphire, and her festival crew roll in. They set up camp. They all do a bunch of drugs. I was going to say they try to buy a bunch of drugs, and they it's buy it from a cop. I was thinking they try to buy drugs, and it's a cop, and then they have to okay. run from the cops in a festival. Okay. So they're like sprinting past a bunch of people doing wild shit. Okay. Like, juggling fire so we can have a bunch of background gags during that like playing fire yeah background jacks playing squash dudes playing uh, three card monty yeah um okay they run past a bunch of illegal shit going on and the cops don't stop they just keep chasing them like (laughs) they run past a murder (laughs) past other drug deals they run past a man in a dog costume giving a blowjob to another man yeah sure it's 2019 you know love is love it's 2019 2019 Twenty Shinteen is Globetrotter's album. Yes, Twenty Shinteen yep. by Globetrotter. Um, Globetrotter. Yeah. All right. So what what happens Friday? Friday's the trip scene. Friday's like. the trip. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they both okay. do some peyote, but not together. No. Maybe it's the same plant. Maybe maybe they both got peyote from the same guy. Yeah. Maybe that's a little throwaway. Well, thing uh, to set up during their uh, trip hallucination scene uh part of it is like when the screen reveals both of them at the same time on the screen their heads start to like swirl together and then they become one seed and the seed goes into the ground and grows into the peyote plant that then shows the whole process of that plant getting turned into the peyote that they consumed that's part of the trippy scene yeah and you've got like a big montage of events like they're both riding the ferris wheel but, but in different, different cars. Different yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, like, we can just good. have music shots going on. I think this will be a fun scene to see. I think this makes it a stoner classic yeah. because they love uh-huh. the visuals. We got to have good visuals. Baz Luhrmann's going to rock it on the visuals. He, he definitely is. And the, people keep, like, asking him, like, like they maybe they see him around the festival or something. Like, they, they keep asking him, like, are you Duke Blindside? But maybe they get his name wrong, like. Are you Dak? 
Are you Dak Youngside? Uh, <laughs> the lead yeah, singer for Steen, the I don't know. The lead singer of the Younger Dreams. <laughs> so I think uh, Saturday morning is when uh, Duke Blindside Jeremy Renner wakes up in the middle of nowhere, and he's like trying to get back. And we never explain how he got out there. And he's trying to get back, and this is mm-hmm. when the crossroads scenes happens because he's like he's got to get back for the show, and he still yeah. doesn't have a guitar. Mm-hmm. So he gets the guitar, heads back. They do their show, and I think we should just can Devonville give him a ride back? Like we have this like dramatic <laughs> supernatural scene where we heavily imply that Devonville is the devil, and then like he gets the guitar, it's like really big, and he's like, "Hey, but I still need a ride back." And <laughs> Devin just drives him back. <laughs> They hop in like a Pony. Toyota Sienna. Like yeah, like a Toyota Sienna. <laughs> yeah, and they just they just drive on down. He's like, see ya. And then as he drives away, you can see he's a Lyft driver. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to Squash Fest. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm performing. He's like, oh no way. I'll be picking up a bunch of people later. <laughs> and that's that's implied this, this both is Christmas ways. Christmas for me. <laughs> you think about it, it's implied heavily that he is also picking up people's souls. So then I think, you know, he gets back, he does the show. Where does he meet Cassie? I, I think that happens on Sunday. But he does the show, and I think we should just have a solid, like, 10 to 15 minutes dedicated to them actually, like, performing. Okay, so the songs they do, they obviously do Rollin' In. Yes. Yep. Rollin' In. Um, and then they do, what, what's the other song that they do, Brian? Older Love. Older Love. And then Zach, um, their 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 closer is um, what, what was the name of that one? The banana song, and it's very sexual. Song. It's what it's exactly what you think it's about. <laughs> um, yeah, the banana song. Yep, it's got obscene guitar riffs, sexual vocals. <laughs> Wait now, what was that? Do, what do was that? that? Slip on my peel. Slip on. You know how you eat a banana, right? <laughs> I I know, I know. <laughs> you don't buy bananas on. Like, I'm thinking of. You know, I've got Mario Kart on the brain. I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, slip on like like slipping like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant putting the peel on the banana. What, <laughs> Brian? Do you think you have peel? Do you think Rocky's like peeling the banana and then meticulously like putting the peel back on? Honestly, yeah. He's got to let it air out first. You know, he's got to wash breathe. the banana. You got to let the banana. You breathe. take the peel <laughs> off. You wash it, and then you put the peel back on. <laughs> There's a line in the song that's like, "You need some potassium." <laughs> Oh no. Um, okay, so sure. I need so that heck. ass yum. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's it. We did um, it. Yeah. We did the banana. That's <laughs> and older love. <laughs> older love's more of a ballad. Yeah. Now, is it about like so having relations with an older woman or is it about a love that's lasted for a long time? Both. Yes. Okay. It's a double entendre. It's about lasting. Yes. Yes, Zach. It is about lasting a long time. Oh. Just like the the banana song. <laughs> I think I think Sapphire really takes to that one. Right. Yeah. With the no, boner song. I think <laughs> the while they're song. performing, her friends should like there should be like shots of her friends, her and her friends watching the show, and they're just like, 
why is every song about his penis like, you know, like very like a generation gap thing. You know, you think like old hair metal bands and stuff like everything was mm-hmm. super like euphemistic about for doing it. Yeah. About doing it. Uh, and they're like, they're like, this music's so like outdated. But I think Sapphire is like into it. Yeah. Well, it's her dad's like, favorite. She grew band. up. That's why they're watching. Oh, it. yeah. Yeah, that's she's true. like, no, we have to see Thunder Dreams because that's my dad's favorite band. And she kind of like drags her friends to it. So she's into it, but they're not. Yeah, mm-hmm. that works. Yeah, they're talking the whole time. And there's like a dude like high on super ketamine behind them <laughs> that's like just bumping into him the whole time. Um, yeah. He has that experimental ketamine the military released into Squash Fest to test it. Into Squash Fest. This yeah. is a conspiracy I yeah. will die on. All through the uh, movie, there's scenes of people playing like really intense squash matches, like jumping off walls and doing backflips and stuff because of the super ketamine. They're high on Nocturne. <laughs> yeah, this is part of the this Nocturne the other shared stuff. universe. <laughs> this is this is the other stuff that it does. <laughs> it makes you good at squash. <laughs> one it does of the other stuff. Not just, not just the other stuff. It's one of the other stuff, Brian. It's, yeah, I mean, it does a lot of other stuff. You know, everybody experiences it differently. So we only see those Nocturne people up at night, clearly. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to reference everything in that podcast. I swear. They're at the but, rave um, set. So super Nocturne ketamine, got it. Yeah, Jeremy Renner does uh-huh. Nocturne uh, Saturday night. After the show? Or yeah. Before? Yeah. So what's the response to the show? Like, they finish playing and... How's he feel afterwards? Because this isn't his big, like, emotional climax. You know, I think, like, the crowd is into it. You know, maybe they're not, like, super blown away, but I think they're into it. You know, like, a lot of them have been listening to Thunder Dreams for a while. Yeah. And, and you know, they're just so excited because Thunder Dreams, this is the first performance in Oklahoma. And so they're like, you know, we never come to Oklahoma, but, you know, here we are. And we'll be back soon. You know what every artist says. All right. So he it's not like he puts on like a bad show. He just, He's just going through the motions at this point. Right. Um, I think maybe it'd be neat to have shots of like uh, like he's looking at the crowd from the stage. And then like he's also kind of like flashing back to how he remembers the crowd during their prime days. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the crowd had a decent response, but it's more like the issue is with uh, Duke Blindside. So he leaves the stage after the show, and then what does he get into? So it's probably a late night. I mean, it's it's probably a long night for him. Yeah. Um, he's got to meet Cassie at some point, and if it's not Sunday morning, I think maybe Saturday night. Like maybe let's just say Saturday. They're both night. out. Maybe he just goes out into the crowd. Like he's his manager wants to talk to me. He just like mm-hmm. walks off. We get more scenes of, like, random festival nonsense. Yeah, he's, like, maybe checking out another show. Yeah, he's, like, like watching a show. He's, like, and, like, he's watching another show. He, like, walks up to where Sapphire and her friends are. He's watching the show. And does Sapphire recognize him immediately? Or does he have to say something? Because she's a huge fan. Okay, so she recognizes him. Maybe she doesn't, like, let that, like, get yes. on to her friends that she's a huge fan. Yes. But, like, but she goes and talks really to him deal to her. because she's, like, mm-hmm. freaking out. But she's like, keep cool, keep cool. Yeah, and she goes and talks to him, and she's cool at first. So he assumes, ah, she's too young, she doesn't recognize me. 
And so he's like, yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in this side of the stage or something like he makes a, a cryptic reference to how long it's been since he's, right. he's seen a show. Maybe he says something like it's been a long time since I've, you know, Cassie eventually lets on that she knows who he is. Maybe he like maybe he like is about to walk away and she's just like, I want you to know you played the song Blue Jacket Pink Shoes and that is my all time favorite. And like he like cynically says something that means how the song is like he's like, I wrote that was taking a shit and walks away. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like really jaded comment that's kind of inappropriate for the situation. She's like, it doesn't matter, you know, what it meant when you wrote it. Like what matters is. What like it means to how me. How it makes the people feel, you know, when they hear it. Is this during Globe Chata's show when this happens? <laughs> or does he make friends um, with Globe Chata? Sure. Yeah, actually, timing wise, it should be during okay. Globe Chata's show. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. And then how does he make friends with uh, Younger Dreams? Maybe he just like goes backstage like an hour before their show while they're kind of getting ready. And he's just like, hey, guys, like. I wanted to wish you well. You know, good luck out there. And they're like, hey, man, you want to come on with us? So maybe, yeah, maybe it's like more of, like, it's it's the last climax, yes, but it's not, like, built up to so much. Like, before that, we have some resolution, and this is, like, yeah. a victorious moment. I was going to say, like, can mm-hmm. we kind of backtrack it a bit and have maybe subtly or, like, not, not to be a big part of the movie, but, like, Younger Dreams keeps trying to, like, get in touch with uh, Jeremy Renner, like, throughout the past few days. Like, yeah, like their manager's like, hey, the guys from Younger Dreams want to, like, hang out with you, uh, so, you know, stuff like that. And he just keeps blowing them off. And he keeps blowing them off. And then, like, he kind of gets – that's because then by then it'll be like he's gotten over himself, his ego, whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know what, like, I need to – I need to pass the torch, you know, whatever. Like, I need to realize it's not my time anymore. And, uh, but I can Mm -hmm. still contribute in some way, like by being a mentor, being a positive and whatever. And so he goes backstage like a cup, an hour or so before. And it's like, you know, good, uh, good luck. Go, go break a leg or whatever. And then they're like, uh, do you want to come on stage with us? And it's like, ah, like, I don't know any of your songs. And then their guitarist is like, actually, like, our song is literally the same chords as uh, the banana song <laughs> or something. Something like that. He's like, you yeah. can learn it in 10 minutes. Or maybe they do one of Thunder Dreams' songs, like a cover. Ooh, they do uh, Blue Jacket Pink Shoes. Maybe Cassie was like, hey, I'm really bummed you didn't play that one. Yeah. They ask him to come on stage, and he's like, I, I, I can't play any of your songs. And I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not like, like... What if we do one of your songs? Yeah, and then he's like... Uh, I wouldn't ask you guys to do that. And they're like, all right, man. And he starts to walk off. And then he, like, has a beat, you know, stops. And he turns around. He's like, actually, I do have a song in mind. That means a lot to a person out there. Yeah. And obviously all the younger guys know the whole song. They're like, oh, that's that's so good. Yeah. And then since uh, they're like the final act for the festival, like a bunch of other artists come out after that and – because it's, like, organized by the festival. They're like, oh, we're going to do, like, one big, like, final thing at the end. So then, like, Globe Trotter comes out. Like, a couple of the other, like, random bands and acts we made up come out. And they're all, like... Hands across America. It's, like, Live Aid. <laughs> it's, it's We Are the they World. Sing, they sing We Are the World. They actually, no, they do Old no. Town Road. Uh, <laughs> we, we Are With Your Girl, which is another song by Thunder Dream. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't know. They're all sexual. They're, I mean, yeah, they're all blatantly yeah. sexual, of course. Yeah, they're like the other people come out and they're like, yeah, like Thunder Dream kicked some ass this weekend. The- like, like they're the OGs. Yeah, like I, I grew up listening to them. My mom played Springsteen and Thunder Dreams. All right, and then so they play, they play the song, and then the whole crowd goes wild, and, and then you know, Duke Blindside is like, man. This is just what I needed. And then his heart gives out because he did way too many drugs for his age. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Like, so many. <laughs> he he has to be a good dark comedy ending. And he, and he has to go to San Francisco to get live Alice's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think uh, fades out. You know, the performance was good. It fades out. Maybe he smirks a bit. And then I think we need to fade back into, like, he is doing something now that is really like helping mentor young artists or like he's uh you know like he's he's doing something like good now like you can tell he's happy okay. or he he's producing the next younger dream there we album. go i like that Ooh, okay that's i like good. that yeah that's it that's i it. like that that's For really sure. good brock i do have a question what what is Cassie's role <laughs> we we haven't touched as much on her okay so again this is gonna be a little retroactive what if Cassie didn't want to see Thunder Dream at first, and then, like, while she was at the festival, she, like, accidentally ended up seeing them with her friends. Like, she didn't, they just kind of ended up at that show, and we're like, well, I guess we're watching it now. And then while she's watching the show, she realizes, like, oh, like, I don't have to, like, quit liking music I liked a long sure. time ago. And then, like, at the end, uh, it's her and her dad, like, driving through Missouri yeah. in a pickup truck listening to thunder dreams mm-hmm. and then she's like and then there she's yeah. like dad if Rolling you like uh in. thunder dreams there's this other band called younger dreams you might like or whatever i don't know her her that's good oh i kind of like that i like she that. can be a supporting actress she, she doesn't have mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. another star we don't always have to do two stars right in a movie. i think that's a great ending to, uh zach where i agree like, i agree oh, she's dad, playing the younger dream out. song she- and it's the song that uh was being produced i like that all right. I think we've got a movie. Do, give us a recap, Rock. All right. So Duke Blindside is the lead singer of the band Thunder Dreams. They roll into Squash Fest on a Thursday afternoon. Um, See a lot of people really playing squash. kind of jaded. Yeah. <laughs> Duke's just really jaded, just not really feeling it, feeling kind of out of touch with the music scene and the, the music life. And... Uh, we also have a girl, Cassie David, uh, a.k.a. Sapphire, and she is a festival goer, just that white girl covered in glitter, wearing ridiculous crop tops and shit like that, and uh, through the course of the movie, uh, hijinks ensue. They have a wild peyote trip, both of them. On the same peyote. Uh, not together, but at the same time. Um, on, on the, the same, same plane. They're, yes, they're on the same spirit plane. <laughs> Duke Blindside gets a guitar from possibly the devil who drives for Lyft. Um, so yeah, Thunder Dream plays their set, and it's a it's a solid set, but you know nothing special. Duke Blindside still feels a little, and then he kind of goes out into the festival, listens to some other bands, meets Sapphire, and uh, they talk a little, and then he uh, has a little moment of clarity goes to see the band younger dreams 
behind stage, witches him well, and then they bring him up on stage to perform the song Blue Jacket Pink Shoes. Yeah, after that, he produces Younger Dreams' next album, and Cassie Sapphire, whatever her name is, uh, is just rediscovering some music she uh, was exposed to from her father and exposing her dad to some new music. And then maybe the credits can be, uh, you know, like posters for future festivals that they go to. So we can have some like gag festivals in there. It could be like (laughs) Jonestown Fest. Um, And like the billing has like different fake bands and real bands and stuff on them. It's it's just a, you know, when somebody gets the uh, home video release, they can pause it and laugh at all the jokes that we included uh or the credits or the credits can look like festival posters so it can be like title of the festival can say like production team you know like direct directors festival yeah yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying and then each member of the yeah thank you all right i like it this uh and what's the movie called is it just called squash squash fest like we don't have a title i don't really like squash fest uh i think Thunder Dreams. Yeah. Would be a better Thunder title. Dreams. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that wraps up the script for our movie Thunder Dreams. Big shout out to Young Romantics for our intro music spinning. You can check them out on social media, listen to their music. They have a new single out, Savior. It's really good. If you have any movie ideas you'd like us to do, feel free to send them in to screenplaypodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at screenplaypod and screenplayed on Facebook. This episode was edited and produced by Zach Waldridge. I'm Chris Rocky. I'm Brian Lee. And I'm Zach Waldridge. And the lights, camera, action.